Welcome to Season 2, Episode 3 of A-Game Talks. I am your host, Ahira Foster. Today, I have a very special guest with me. She is a woman, uh, woman in business, an entrepreneur. She currently has her own e-commerce store that blew up during the pandemic. She is, I consider my family, Kayla Cantor. And hey. then, as a guest, we also have her husband, Lawrence Cantor. Gang! Gang. And then we also have my beautiful girlfriend who joined in on the conversation, Leia Rosales. Hi. Love you, boo. Love you too. <laughs> so, okay, Kayla, thank you so much for joining in with me. You were hard to actually get an interview with. Really? Yeah, I swear we were trying to talk about <laughs> yeah. this way back I in know. June. And then, <laughs> and now we're, we're able to make this happen. So, again, Kayla, let's get started. So, Kayla, tell us a little bit about yourself. What were you like growing up? Um, I don't know. Leia, help me. You, I feel like I grew up with Leia, obviously. She's my cousin, if you guys didn't know. Um, we were pretty close. I feel like I was kind of a bad influence for her. But, <laughs> at the same time, I don't know. How do you think, how, how would you describe me? Growing up, let's see. What did we do? We always had, like... Um, family parties at Caseburg Park like there was always a birthday or occasion where we'd always be at the at the park in Roseville I feel like it was always family for us Mm -hmm. always because I feel like because it was just we had a big family and everybody was still like in the Roseville like Sacramento area Mm -hmm. except for like like families that live in San Jose that they've always been there since then Mm -hmm. but I remember like Christmas, we would have at our old two-story house, and everybody would be there. It was like a big thing for us all the time. So for you guys, right, family was really the biggest thing for you guys growing up, mm-hmm. right? And then, so can you tell me, like, can you tell me, like, how big is your family, like, in terms of cousin-wise? You probably have 30 cousins. I would say so. Because mm-hmm. I think, how many of them, like, what is there, seven of them, siblings? On our parents' side? There's 11. 11? Or nine. Was I don't know, nine? there's a lot. There's- my mom, so yeah, my big, mom, big my mom big is the youngest. Big, big family. Yeah. My mom is the youngest, and then Leia's dad is the oldest. Yeah. And between them, there's probably I think there's nine. Nine. Okay. But not all of them have kids, so there's about 30, 30 kids. Because my mom has what five five kids? She has five kids. Yeah. Yeah. And alone so so growing up like so the family values, it was always family yeah his family values were always there so then it's part of growing up right was it what was some like the difficulties about growing up with a big family like that was there any difficulties or was it mostly fun i remember it mostly being fun like when mm-hmm. we were younger i think now that we're older it's calmed down a lot more i mean i think because we're older now we're kind of more aware of like the drama that happens now yeah exactly mm-hmm. like I, with our parents or with the yeah with our aunties and uncles and stuff right i feel like there's more drama with our aunties and uncles Mm -hmm. but with the cousins always like we're always trying to bring everyone together yeah that's how i feel and i feel like nowadays it's like that's the only that's the only way we can get everyone together together. yeah the cousins planet yeah it's not really I don't even know who planned it before, but before it was used, like, so big all the time. Mm-hmm. So, I feel like we got older, people moved out of the state, so it's got harder. Mm-hmm. And it's just, like, our grandma and grandpa passed away, so it was just, like, 
I don't know. I feel like we got together because of them, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, it was just like, it's just different now. But at the same time, it's like, we still try to get together when we can. And mm-hmm. it's just like, I don't know. Yeah, we do. Yeah. It's still fun when we see each other. I don't, th- I feel like we have no drama between the cousins. No. It's more of the parents. It is more of the parents. Yeah. So. See, I respect that. I like that about, about you guys. Being a part of that family has been... Honestly, my biggest blessing, I say that to her all the time. Mm-hmm. But so kind of moving forward, right? You know, growing up, was there any specific influences that led you to fashion and, you know, entrepreneurship? Like, were you ever, <sighs> like, like in high school, middle school, were you, like, that fashionista? Like, who did you kind of idolize as, like, that influenced your fashion I don't sense? know. In high school, I was wearing, like, Jordans and baby fat and... I used to get in trouble for dress code, so it was just, like... <laughs> I don't know. It was... Who, growing up? I'd say Selena. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I don't know. Well, Jay, I don't think I remember? really had an influence, but I feel like I was on the internet. Mm-hmm. That's when I started becoming, like, I was on MySpace. I was on Tumblr. I was, like, and on Tumblr, like you brought up earlier, mm-hmm. it was like a big influence because you had all like the cute pictures and like the aesthetics and mm-hmm. just all the cute stuff. So, so then, so the so there that was an early influence of social media. Was it was through, social like, media yeah. for sure? I feel yeah. like so at that time, like someone people don't really consider like we had the Instagram, Twitter, but yeah. that was before then. That was before, so, yeah, so especially with MySpace. That was like the first thing mm-hmm. that people were getting on for social media. So. And then so, so like with you being able to work through social media, right, you know, because you grew your company and your business through social media currently mm-hmm. right now. So how, like, were you kind of big, in, like, were you big into social media, like kind of famous then? Like before IG famous, was it MySpace famous, Tumblr famous? I don't think I was. I don't feel like I, I don't. I feel like you just knew a lot of people because you partied a lot in high school. In like, high school and, and when. Like in the Bay Area. And yeah. I feel like just by word I had like now. a huge, yeah, network. Mm-hmm. I had a lot of friends in the Bay Area and a lot of them were like either what are those called? Club promoters. Hype beasts. Oh my gosh, hype beasts. Hype beasts or like or DJs. Like mm-hmm. Yeah. Hypebeast yeah. It was just that's how I met him. Yeah, so not, you guys I'm not a hype beast. I was a beast with no hype. You guys had, so you guys had a real like huge network, you know, putting it together. Was, yeah. yeah, and I feel like with my the friends that I hung out with too, it was just like she was one of my friends, Christina, she was like all about social media. Mm-hmm. Like she couldn't really go out much, so she was just on social media and she knew a lot of people. She had like so like over a thousand followers on um i think myspace oh wow yeah and that's a lot that's a lot considering myspace yeah so it was just like when we hit i feel like it was during maybe 2009 2010 when we were all in college Mm -hmm. that's when we were going out to the bay area going to clubs meeting new people Mm -hmm. promoters and just I don't know, just meeting people. And through that process, that's where you meet your, you know, your current husband right now. Yep. Uh, Lawrence, appreciate you, man. Big dog. We'll do it. I'm in here. <laughs> I'm, in, I'm in this thing. So kind of moving, so moving past, like, kind of like, you know, getting to know, like, your background about, you know, how you developed through social media. Um, I'm actually going to ask you a question about how you were able to engage with social media then and how that's actually been able to help you, you know, transition through your business right now. 
But let's ask about, you know, before you started Sunday Best Co., you know, what was your first business venture that you were able to do? Um, back in 2010, um, I had a business with one of my really good friends, Christina. Mm-hmm. We customized in denim shorts. So what we did, it was called High Standards. <laughs> and um, we basically, I feel like it wasn't really, we didn't really think it was going to be something big. Um, we wanted to make, I feel like we were all creative at that time. So it was just like, we wanted to make shorts for ourselves. And we were actually going to a music festival um edc and we wanted to make like something basically a cute outfit to wear so we cut up some denim shorts or denim jeans into shorts and then we like dyed them we distressed yeah levi's was the best one we like we went thrifting yeah we went thrifting a lot a lot that's he suffered a lot through Not really. I enjoyed going. Yeah. I, oh my god. I was like, man, just looking for jeans, though. Nah, I'm here for it was shoes. kind of hard. <laughs> <laughs> we went we all over the Bay Area, mm-hmm. Sacramento, and we thrifted. Like on H Street, Twenty Four, mm-hmm. Mission, everywhere. Yeah. And then so customizing those jeans into jean shorts, right? That yep. was like, you know, that was just a for for your sales aspect. Yep. And then so how did that do? Like, because how long were you able to run that at first? Shoot, I don't even remember. I felt like it went for a good three years, three to four years. Oh wow, that's a long time. Probably yeah. three. Yeah, I want to say uh, three like two, years. Three summers, uh-huh. and then after that, just died down. I feel like that business taught me a lot for the business I'm doing now, just mm-hmm. because um, Christina taught me a lot. Um, she. We both wanted to reach out to like influencers and all that stuff. And I feel like that's what helps nowadays is like reaching out to influencers and people basically um, promoting your brand, what you make on Instagram, because Mm -hmm. that's what makes sales. So I learned that a lot when we were doing that. We actually, I feel like the first big one that I remember was Jessica Bursiaga. She was like a... Was she like an import model or something? So. Mm-hmm. She was, she's a model, I guess, and she um, promoted our shorts or was just wearing them one day. Took a picture of them, tagged us, and it like blew up. We were having like, we didn't even have the inventory for people sometimes, so we would have to turn down people because it was such high demand. That's it was crazy. pretty crazy, yeah. And then, so that was kind of like the earliest, like, you, so you, at a young age, at a young age and early in business, you learned that, you know, reaching out to influencers is actually helps you in business and helps you like, a lot. with marketing promotion. Yeah, it actually helped a lot. Dang, that's, that's crazy. Social media. Yeah. It's pretty, yeah. Because, like, even, like, beginning, like, beginning of this podcast and we were talking about mm-hmm. that, like, you, you, you utilize social media just to kind of get to know people, and then now you're using it for business. Yeah. And then I think, like, that's in essence, and that's what helped, like, create happen. Like, made a big buzz about Sunday, uh, first Swish Talks, now Sunday's Best Co. Mm-hmm. And then, so, before we kind of get into the creation of Swish Talks and Sunday's Best Co., in hindsight, what have you would have done differently in those particular ventures? Um, I feel like I wouldn't have done anything differently. Mm-hmm. I feel like with 
um, high standards, it taught me a lot. We were young. We were, I wasn't even 21 yet. I think I was only 20 when we started that. And then I feel like it was just for fun. We wanted to do it for fun. It was nice meeting all the people that we met. It was nice seeing like the shorts on people that we like would have never thought would be wearing our shorts. Right, right. And it was just like something we learned from. And the reason why it's just stopped and it just got like, we just didn't want to, it's not we didn't want to do it anymore. It's the fact that a lot of like big name brands like Forever 21, Urban Outfitters and all them, they were doing it. And they were selling it basically, obviously for cheaper because Forever 21 is pretty cheap and everyone was just buying it from them. So it was just like, it was crazy to see our brand just like take off. And then all of a sudden when all these big name brands just have these shorts that are as cute and they can make production and they can sell it faster. It was just, I think that's when, that's the point where it got hard for us. Mm -hmm. And then we just, it was, it was hard decision to just be like. We just can't do it anymore. We're I not think making. that's unfortunate because the thing is with you guys, you guys were ahead of the curve and a part of the trend, mm-hmm. right? Before, you know, Urban Outfitters, uh, 20, uh, Forever, Forever 21. 21 and like H&M were even a part of that. Exactly. And then so, and then so like, but you did learn something and, but I think you did win from that. And then now talking about the winning stage of like, you know, you being a woman entrepreneur and in business for yourself is that like, let's, let's get into it. Like, where did you first like, get the idea for Switch Socks? So, I think it was back in maybe October of 2019. Um, my daughter, she she goes on YouTube. She goes on the internet as well. TikTok was like her main thing. And I don't know, maybe she saw some pink socks and she wanted them. So, yeah. I dyed them for her. And it just, I don't know. It just, after that, it was just like, I posted them on my Instagram, and I have about maybe 3,000 followers, I want to say. And then um, once the pandemic hit, that's when I put it up again. Like, I made more colors, and then I was out of a job, basically. They told us that we couldn't work anymore or whatever. And then that's when... I started making socks. I put it on my Instagram again, and that's when a lot of people started hitting me up for socks. And I was just taking orders and then making socks for what they wanted. Like, um, what is it called? What do you call it? I'm stuck. Made to order? Made to order. Made to order. That's what I was doing for the longest time. And I regret it. <laughs> that's a, but that's amazing because the thing is now, like, okay, like before we kind of get like more into the business, like, how many followers do you have on uh, on Sunday's Best Coast Instagram page? Um, thirty. Say thirty-two thousand. I think thirty thousand. That's amazing. Thirty-two K. No thirty. Thirty point two. Yeah, thirty point two. There's a two on there. That's crazy. And then, so kind of like getting into that, right? Describe us your strategy that you were able to utilize. Um, you know, where you, remember you were saying that you were able to reach out to, you reached out to a influencer when you had high standards. So were you able to do the same strategy for Switch Socks at the beginning? Yes. I reached out to a couple influencers and not all of them got back to me, mm-hmm. but I feel like a lot of them did. 
And then there was even like influencers out there that I didn't even know about that were hitting me up right. for socks. She's like, oh, I'd love to collab with you. And I'm just like, I don't even know who this person is. Like, and I would look on their page. I'm like, oh my God, this girl was on Teen Mom. Or, oh my God, this girl. Yeah. <laughs> that was crazy. So that was I was random. like, So for, wow. the, for the audience, you realize that you had Teen Moms promoting your, your, your product. It was crazy, yeah. And then um, I feel like the biggest, I didn't even reach, the thing The thing was, I didn't even reach out to this family. Um, I don't know if you guys know the Ace family on YouTube. They're oh, yeah. huge YouTube stars, and I didn't even reach out to them. Mm-hmm. They somehow saw my, um, I don't know, saw my socks somewhere maybe on some, maybe the teen moms um, promoted it, and she... Yeah. Saw my socks on there, and she purchased over $300 worth from me. And it was just like, I was following them, and I was like, um, I would watch them on YouTube sometimes. So when I got the order, and I was just like, Catherine, I was like, wow, I think this is, like, I was telling all my cousins and stuff, oh my god, I think the Ace family ordered socks for me. Yeah. So I was, like, freaking out, and then I was just like, oh, she ordered socks for me, but she probably, you know, she probably won't promote for me, but that's okay, as sure. long as she ordered socks for me. And so I sent out her order, literally a couple days later, I still remember, we were in the Bay Area at your parents' house, and then um, she, like, promoted it, and that's when my following went from like literally 10,000 to like freaking it went up to like 20 something thousand in one night within a day within a day it was crazy I was just like shocked (laughs) I was literally shaking like I remember that day we were going home from um San Francisco and I in the car, I was just like, oh my god, I can't believe, like, my, it, it just keeps, keeps going, going up. up. Yeah, yeah. Like, I literally had to shut the website down because I was just, like, yeah, overwhelmed so with all these orders. I literally, over that night, like, it was the most I've ever, most orders, it was, like, 300 orders in one night. And I was just like, I don't even know how I'm going to get through this. Yeah. I, it was crazy. Yeah. I was just like, and I had to shut the website down. And I had literally over 200 people trying to message me, like, your website's down. Your website's down. I'm just like, I can't even respond to these people. So it's to a point where, like, you need the manpower to, for people to be able to, to respond to potential mm-hmm. customers. You need the people, the manpower to be, or woman power, I mean, to be able to get to um, make the product. I'm like, that's, that's yeah. crazy. Because I was just doing made to order. Like, you uh-huh. order it, and then I'll make it for you. Right, and it right. takes about... I was saying like five to seven business days and then mm-hmm. it became like seven to 15 business days because yeah. it, t- it was so, that was just too many orders to take on. So now it was to, crazy. So now to the point, so Swish Socks, right? So like kind of describe like what is it about like Swish Socks that you know that you make because it's a, um, like kind of describe to the listeners what, what is the product? So what I do is I buy Nike socks. Um, I buy them full price and I buy in bulk and I just dye them. Mm-hmm. I hand dye them. Um, I use, I never tell anybody this, but I use Rit dye and it's basically dye you can buy anywhere at a craft store or even online. Um, I mix colors together. I do tie dye colors too mm-hmm. and I just try to get creative with it and I just make colors that 
look appealing to me, I guess. Yeah, yeah. And it's crazy because, again, you said that looks appealing to you, right? So mm-hmm. then it's just like those those colors obviously appealing to everyone else too as well. Yeah. That's that's crazy. And then so, when you, so your e-commerce store blew up during the pandemic. What advice would you give to other businesses that are, you know, trying to make their own e-commerce store? I feel like... Live your dream, man. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Just don't. I feel like just do. Don't listen to anybody else. Mm-hmm. Do what you want to do. Don't. Um, don't doubt don't yourself. Don't let nobody judge you. Yeah, don't let anybody judge you. He's so annoying. Um, that, was, that was her husband, by the way. He's a, he's a funny guy. He's a clown. Um, just do what you want to do. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that helped me a lot with this business because it was just like, do I want to quit my full-time job? Yeah. And it was just like, just do what you want to do, basically. Right, right. Yeah. And I feel like, I don't know, just being able to reach out to influencers and having Instagram as basically your main marketing Mm -hmm. was a big help for me. So. And then, so my question is, so how were you able to make, you know, your Instagram the way it was from personal to the business one appealing so that way, you know, other influencers were able to reach out to you and actually do conduct business with you? I feel like it, I honestly feel like it was the colors that I was making. Mm. I was making more of like the neutral colors and um, my brand is I can tell that it's targeted to more women than men, but men men do wear my socks and buy from me. Got them on. Just like you. Um, So it was just like, I feel like the neutral colors is what um, brought people's attention to my Instagram. And I don't know, maybe the pictures that I post. Yeah, your pictures were simple. Yeah. It wasn't like too colorful at first. It was just like neutral and cute. I'm not going to lie because our marketing team at Aggie, my creative design team, was like trying to depict like your whole Instagram for Switch Locks Now Sunday's Best Co. And we're like, bro, what is it that she's doing different? (laughs) I know. know, It's like once people started taking pictures, like people themselves can take really good pictures because they know how their angles, they know how to take good pictures of themselves Mm -hmm. or of their kids and you just use it to your advantage. You post, you repost what other people post. Most of my feed is what people are posting or people are sending me. And I like to, you know, shout people out because it's just, they're helping me with my brand too. So Mm -hmm. they're helping me with the sales. It's just all Instagram. It's crazy. It's just crazy to think that everything is just on the, literally the, done on instagram yeah the power of instagram the power mm-hmm. of social media getting there because you know how many people like you know, become millionaires through social media e-commerce business it's and crazy and i think now like if we think about it, right it's a perfect time to be able to do yeah your, to do your own company own business yeah it's crazy so when did um when did you first know that your product was going to become a big seller was it like that when your followers went up ten thousand by within 24 hours yep i think it was it was when the ace family just put it out there and it was just like it was crazy Mm -hmm. like every day i was getting followers and it was just like i had to it was kind of stressful on me just because i was doing everything myself so like at that time when i was doing made to order i had to have my sister and leah 
help me out. Like packaging, packaging the orders and putting the orders together. That was like probably the most um, hard thing for me just because it took so much time. Yeah. And I feel like people didn't know like, why are you taking so, why are you taking so long to package my order? Like there's so many orders. Like I have to package each sock. Yeah. Like it's crazy how it looked before and now I do things differently. I make what I can and I sell that. And then every I try to restock every week, but it's been working like it's been working really good for me and it's less stress on me. I can actually like um hang out with my kids and do stuff with my family. And I mean, back when I was doing made-to-order, I was having time with my kids and my family, but it was just like two days a week. It wasn't like during the day when I would have to work and stuff. Like right. now I have time. And plus I have I have to, um, I have to do homeschooling for Kayleen. So oh, the virtual learning. Yeah. That's, that's... And she's in kindergarten. So it's just like, it's her first year of school and it's like so... It's kind of hard on me. Um, I It's hard on her too, but I feel like now she's like in the hang of it and she's having mm. fun with it. But it's like I have to take time out of my day to help her with her work. He's on the phone. Um, to take time to basically teach her. Yeah, yeah. So it's like kind of hard see that that's actually gonna i love that you're bringing that up because then I, that was actually going to transition to the our next part of the, the, the podcast was like you know you're a mother of two right now right mm-hmm. so how has it been trying to balance your business and raising your daughters um lawrence helps me a lot mm-hmm. a lot he while i'm working while i'm making socks while i'm busy even with emails or just anything to do with the business he's always there taking care of the girls Mm-hmm. Um, he, he's, he's super dad, like for real. Yeah. Like he takes care of the girls all the time. My family sees it. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone sees it. So I appreciate him so much. He helps a lot. And even though he, he works full time, he's an IT. He works from home. He does go in the office one now it's um since we're shut down again mm-hmm. um he's in there once a week now he used to be in there two to three times a week but now it's just once a week so i mean he helps a lot he works from four in the morning to like twelve thirty. so i feel like after he's done working it's just he's still working see i love how with the girls <laughs> i love how you guys have this dynamic as a team like you know, you mm-hmm. know in terms of like how you guys are able to you know to raise your daughters and it's effective too as well. You no, know, those are excuse my language, those are one hell of a you know, young young women that you're raising. They are very polite, very respectful, fun, energetic um, young girls. Yes, very energetic. <laughs> They're a little too much sometimes, but yeah. I feel like I'm glad that I'm home with them now mm-hmm. so I can actually like teach Kayleen, especially with school. And I feel like I'm I'm more hard on them than Lawrence. Right. He's like more of like, oh yeah, you can do have whatever you want and blah blah blah. <laughs> but I'm just like, no. <laughs> and it's like, I don't know, it's like kind of stressful for me, but at the same time I'm glad Lawrence is there to like take care of them and be with them. 
especially when I'm busy. For sure. I'm still at home, but I'm still busy. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, so I was actually going to ask, you know, part of your business, right? And then, you know, being able to manage it with having a family, motherhood as well. You know, why did you, during this whole process, why did you change your name from Swish Talks to Sunday's Best? Oh, man. Um, I feel like this question is brought up a lot. So, when I first started my brand, I felt like, I don't know, I want to say I was forced to think of a name. Like, I wanted to come out with these socks so bad. Like, I wanted to make an own Instagram for myself, basically. Mm -hmm. Make an Instagram for my socks, basically, so I can start selling them during the pandemic. And the first thing that came to mind was swoosh socks. Right. And I, I liked it. I liked it a lot. And I went with it. And then... I feel like a lot of people were doing the same thing. Yeah. And they were using the name Swoosh. Um, not only... I feel like... Another thing is... I feel like... Obviously, it's a Nike brand. Yeah. Well, Nike came out with Swoosh, remember? We were at... One time, we, we went to... Um, they have a Swoosh it? app. The outlet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and it's on there... It's on some of their clothing, yeah. some on Nike's clothing. So it's more of like a sometimes a legality type yes. thing. Yeah. Right. And then I also had people asking me a lot of the times like, oh, are you affi- affiliated with Nike? Do you get discounts with Nike? I don't even know why people were asking me this, but it was just like a lot of the time people were asking me like if I was affiliated with them. And I'm not. Um, so, But I just felt like a lot of people... I felt like I was doing swoosh socks and doing the Nike socks because their socks were easy mm-hmm. to dye. I tried to do it with um, Adidas socks and they just wouldn't take color. Right, right. Like it was just harder. They just make their... I feel like they make their socks with more like polyester or something like that. So it was just harder to dye them. Right, right. So with Nike socks... I feel like a lot of people liked the, basically the swoosh on it. It was very minimal and it was like, people liked it. So I feel like it was just better to go with. And with the name, it was just like, I liked the name, but I didn't really like love it. But then again, I didn't know my brand would be what it is today. Like, I didn't know it was going to be, I was going to have 30,000 followers. I didn't know I was going to have orders every day. I didn't Mm -hmm. know I was going to have people asking me if I was affiliated with Nike. Like, I didn't know it was going to be like this. So, it was just like, I knew I had to change my name. Mm -hmm. I feel like it was back in, like, maybe July. I was just like, I need to change my name. Like, and I thought about it and thought about it. Like, I kept thinking about it and I was just like... I don't know what name. I wanted to name it after my daughters, and I was just like, no, I don't want to do that. And then I was just like, remember, I was just like, what are we going to name it? I don't know what to name it. And then one night, I couldn't sleep, and it was, I think it was like in November or maybe October. I don't even remember when I changed my name. And then I couldn't stop thinking about it. I texted my friend, Christina. Um, I feel like she's always there for me with anything I go through. So I texted her and I was just like, Sunday's best. Hmm. I want to go with Sunday's best. I didn't even tell Lawrence yet. I told Christina. Also your former business partner. Uh My former business partner. And she does her own thing too. She's a, 
She's a, her own entrepreneur. She does websites. She does like her own thing with um, spirituality. Designer. Web designer. What? She's a web designer. Oh, wow, yeah, she's really good at graphic designing. She made my logo. She made my whole website. Mm-hmm. Like she's really good with that stuff. But I told her first. It was literally. It was probably like one in the morning when I texted her, and I <laughs> knew she was sleeping. But um, the next morning, I told him about it, and he was just like, "I like it." So, yeah. I was you just kept like, playing that song over and over again, <laughs> feeling good, <laughs> like I should. Not that's what he did. That's that's wild. And so it just Sunday's best, and it just stuck there. Yeah. yeah, I. A lot of people ask me why I chose that name. I feel like Sunday. I I obviously believe in God, and I feel like Sunday should be a day for God. Like one day out of your week, you should just have it for God. Yeah. That's how I feel. Whatever you guys think, spirituality, whatever you guys just one day yeah. out of the week you should thank whoever you want to thank. Yeah. Show for, gratitude for yes. where you're at and who you Yeah. Are. And so I chose Sunday's mm-hmm. best. I I knew I wanted the day of the week. I don't know. I just feel like the days of the week are just I don't know. I don't know. I just like Sunday's best. So yeah, yeah. it just stuck. And it's catchy too. I it's like catchy, that. yeah. And it just stuck, and now we are Sunday's best. That's that's amazing. I didn't. I didn't. Really, you had a question? Okay. <laughs> that was um. I was. We thought that my girlfriend had a question, but never mind. Oh, I do have a question. Well, now that you're not, now that you're not Swish Locks, because you don't have any Nike affiliation, and you're called Sunday's best, what have you accomplished now? What else have you done? Um, so we are, I don't know if you guys, um, we are affiliate, we, we collaborated with a company called Savs, um, Savs brand, and they are a company based in the Bay Area. What's what city again? San Leandro. San Leandro. <laughs> Victoria and Bancroft, baby. San what? San Leandro. <laughs> like, that's where I'm from, guys. So that's San- where we had to um, that. I feel like they have a lot to do with our sales and our following, too. Mm-hmm. They have a big following. I think over 30,000, too. Right. Um, and they reached out to us and wanted to do a collaboration with like basketball shorts right um it's women or it's men and women's hoop shorts and we did a collaboration and it went crazy we had a limited supply we didn't know how it was gonna sell it was really new to we were we were swoosh socks at the time when Mm -hmm. we came out with it it was new to us and we were just like let's do it and so um we came out with a pair of shorts in our best-selling color which is the color camel it's like a nude-ish color, um, and it went crazy. It sold out within the same day on both websites. That's wild. For them, it sold out in like five minutes. It was crazy. Well, uh, so what was the, the NBA player that was wearing the shorts during the training session? Oh, yeah. Was it um, Jason Tatum, right? Yeah, Jason Tatum. <laughs> Jason Tatum. I don't know. I don't know my basketball. No, people, no, you're but good. You're good. Like, my husband was going crazy. He Lawrence, was like, Lawrence put it on our Lawrence, fantasy basketball cha- uh, group chat. Yeah, and I'm actually gonna win that uh, fantasy basketball. <laughs> what I miss, what I miss. But no, we're we're on the board, like talking about like the the strategic partnership that you guys had with uh, Sav, oh, right? Sam, Sam. Shout and out, then, Mike. What's up, Mike? And then <laughs> Jason Tatum wearing the shorts. Yeah. 
how did you find out that it was him? Like, out of all the NBA athletes, like, you, they always have so many pictures, so many clips of them working. working like, what are the other you guys actually? Then you're Mike with from Dad. Mike yeah. from Sav's brand texted me and was like, "Look at this," and I was just like. Whoa. I showed him. Of course, he would be more excited than me. And he was going crazy. He was like, that's big. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Shout out Tatum. Five years, 190 million contract. That's that's crazy. And like, so, so like how you've been able to grow your brand, like, no, you've been able to be affiliated with so many different people, right? From, you know, YouTubers to, you know, former team, well, team moms that have been on team mom to someone, uh, NBA player. Wearing your 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 brand, like, have you ever thought like you'd be you would have made it this far within what nine months of running business? No, hell no. I did. It's for her, yeah, not for me. She I don't got potential. I don't. I didn't think it was gonna be this big at all. It was just like something fun to do, something cute to do. Like, oh, these socks are cute, so I'm gonna I'm gonna wear them. I mean, it all started from like your daughter saw you mm-hmm. know her socks on you know on TikTok. Probably, most likely, she's on TikTok all the time. So I'm just like, maybe she saw it on TikTok or something. She wanted pink socks, and I, the dye that I had was probably like freaking five years old i just had it in my like art supplies and i was just like i'm just gonna dye some pink socks you know speaking of those pink socks you know i appreciate you you know for attempting to do the red socks <laughs> turned out to be pink and next you know turn my favorite sweatshorts into a, a gray pink uh, you know it, it is what it is we know we do better we're not still rocking it though i'm still rocking it it just yeah. I, there's, there's a little there's a little tad of a uh, tad of pink on my ass there you but, go uh, <laughs> pause but it, i have to be honest no homo, right? no homo. yeah <laughs> but um the pink dye sticks everywhere <laughs> it does it does but kind of but i want to move back towards like you knowing towards motherhood family and everything that you've been able to manage right because i think that you know your daughters have someone to look up to and i think that's very strong that you know they have able to look for them to look up to you in terms of you being a model like just I don't know really how to put it, right? Like a role model for your uh, kids. As a role model for your kids, and that's huge. I think that really is a big thing. But um, um, how does how has having uh, your children help enrich your work life and business, like your work life and business balance? I feel like they are my motivation to work. Obviously, mm-hmm. um, they keep me going. They may be crazy at times, but they, I feel like they're my number one. Lawrence is my number one supporter, but they are like, they, Kayleen and Cammie motivate me the most to work, to keep going, to provide for them. Like, I didn't have a lot of things growing up, personally, as myself. I didn't have, I don't... I didn't have the clothes or the shoes or the even the food that I wanted to eat when I was growing up. Mm-hmm. It was just like, it was hard for me. I turned to my friends a lot for clothes. Like, oh, can I borrow this? Can I borrow that? And they would let me. Like, Christina, my best friend Cassandra, like, they had all the cute clothes. And I would borrow from them for school and stuff. Right. It was just, like, hard for me because I didn't, my mom didn't work. So it was just like hard for me. But when I look at that, I'm like, I don't want my kids to go through that. So I want to work hard for them to have what they want, to eat what they want, to, I don't, basically spoil them. Yeah. (laughs) Just spoil them because I don't want them to go through what I went through. That's, um, honestly, 
I don't, excuse my language, guys, but that's some A-game shit right there. Yeah. You know, A-game, that's a whole A-game mentality that you do. It's not just for yourself, but it's for family. Yeah, that's it's always thing. for family with us. So it's just like with them, I feel like they motivate me to just do more, mm-hmm. to provide for them more, to just, I don't know, just, they just motivate me. Yeah. Yeah, I, I respect that. I really respect you guys' hustle and how you guys, like, together as partners, as a team, mm-hmm. to be able to push this brand as much to where it needs to be. So, Kayla, what is the advice that you would uh, tell, that you give for other mothers that are trying to balance motherhood and entrepreneurship? Something that you wish you knew before getting into business for yourself? Um, I don't know. Um, let me think. Gotta have a good husband, man. Yeah, good. that's the first thing that like comes so to fine, mind is right. just to have a good support system. And for my support system, it's my husband. He literally takes care of the girls anytime, yeah. even if he's working like in the morning. So it's just like, just have a good support system. But at the same time, some people don't have their boyfriend or their husband. So it's just like, it's kind of hard to, mm-hmm. you know be able to gauge that Mm -hmm. but at the same time if i didn't have my husband i'd probably have my sister or my mom or Mm -hmm. my family i have a big family so it's just like just have somebody there for you or i mean sometimes lawrence wasn't here for three times a week and i still had to make socks because i was like super busy making socks making like a thousand pairs a week so yeah I would still have to take care of the girls and do my socks at the same time. Mm-hmm. But just being at home, I feel like working from home, I feel like it's a luxury. Like I believe in that. Yeah, I it's that. just, I mean, you can stop what you're doing, but at the same time, you know you need to do it. But at the same time, your kids always come first. Mm-hmm. So it's just like take care of them first, do what they need to do, feed them. Do what you do what they want to do, basically, and then get back to working. But don't you feel like there's pros and cons of working from home, though? There like is. Like you feel like you can't focus working from home because you got kids you got to take care of, so yeah. you can't really focus on work. But I feel yeah. like that's right? why you have the luxury too, because you're more comfortable um, running the business yourself. You have the luxury to determine how much work you want to put into your business yeah exactly so you don't have to work eight to five or nine to five like the normal right. person does you right. go work late while they're sleeping or early in the morning mm-hmm. if you want to you can take your lunch break whenever you can take your breaks whenever you can have your day off right. as long as you want like you have been doing like yeah you'll you'll let everybody know i'm taking a week off or a weekend off and so yeah you can catch up on exactly like a lot of the times i had to close my website down for a week or two weeks just so i can catch up on work and i feel like since you are your own boss and you can do what you want to do i mean you want to please everyone you want to please your customers you want to please your following but at the same time it's like you have to do what's right for you and if you feel like you need to close your shop down for a week so you can catch up on orders then just do that but at the same time it's like behind it all it's like you have to take care of your kids you have to do this you have to do that and i feel like that's what i like about it is like i can make my own schedule i can do what i want to do i can take care of my kids when i need to take care of them when they need me when my husband's 
in the office or at work and he's not working from home that day or something like that. Like, I'll stop what I'm doing, take care of them. I mean, it's hard and you're just stressed out and you want to do, you want to finish it already. You want to get everything done. But at the same time, it's just like, you have to take a break sometimes. And I feel like, um, I feel like being with them and tending to them, giving them attention is a break from work itself. So... I feel like it's good to have. I think that's what's really cool about that is that you're able to see them grow up because mm-hmm. you're talking about like the hours that you had to put in at your previous job. You know, sometimes took that away from you. Took, I was took literally at more yeah. at work than I was at home. Mm-hmm. That's wild. Yeah, man. that's wild. It's crazy. And then so as we get towards the end of the podcast, right? So what is next for Sunny's Best Co? Now, what um, is the, the, the mission? So area? I don't think I talked about we are um we just came out with some sweat sets some fleece joggers and a fleece hoodie it's a matching set we came out with that recently and then um we are collaborating more with sav's brand Mm -hmm. with more shorts in the future hopefully we do have one that is going into production soon hopefully you guys can get your hands on it in january but we are looking to do more shorts with them in the future so more colors and just more exciting stuff i want to come out with more partnerships Mm -hmm. i like that exactly i like that and then, so we want our audience to follow your journey and, you know, through your whole process. You know. So what, what's your social media platforms, your personal, your business, you know, give that, give it a shout out. Where can our audience um, follow you? You guys can follow Sunday's Best on shopsundaysbest.co on Instagram. And then I guess I think just that's Instagram. all I have. Yeah, yeah just, just Instagram. Instagram. Wait, wait, question. So you're, you've been just, you use Instagram, no Twitter, no Facebook. I have, I, I, I used Facebook literally only for Instagram. I think it's called like Instagram shop Instagram or something like that. Mm-hmm. So they, they, uh, I had to make an, a Facebook to have Instagram shop basically. It's kind of confusing to me, but at the same time, it just, it just had a shop on Instagram. So it's just easier for people to shop on Instagram, basically. Okay. But Instagram, everything is based on Instagram. When I look at my stats, everything is through Instagram. Like, people find me through Instagram. The reason why I had to reiterate that is because, you're, like, you're talking about, like, you know, some you know, businesses, you know, out of respect, you know, they have to, they utilize all types of social media to be mm-hmm. able to get to where they need to be. You yeah. just utilize one, utilize one platform. Yeah, I'm pretty much it. I love Instagram. It's, like, uh, the w- number one... Family. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's user you swipe friendly. Up. You can't do that on Facebook, man. Yeah, I love up. the swipe right, up. Like in a different angle, you gotta swipe. Right, right. <laughs> I mean, like, bro, is that Facebook? Tinder? Like, swipe up, swipe up, swipe up, swipe right? Yeah. Have Tinder you bro? been on Tinder? Tinder? Whoa, 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 whoa! whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were talking about Facebook. Where's this calling? I was like, angle Tinder? Hell, no. He said, hell. Is it left or up? Tinder, I don't Tinder, know. swipe left, swipe right. Oh, left? Okay, for sure. Okay, uh, anyways, moving uh, forward. Um, <laughs> have you been on Tinder? No, mama, I have not. God damn. All right, go ahead. Oh, crazy. Uh, so, to conclude our interview, so, <laughs> Kayla, what brings out your A game? What allows you to be the best you can be, you know, both as an individual, as a businesswoman? You know, what, what is it that, you know, it motivates you? How are you to be able to best your, your my best husband? Of my husband, number one, Lawrence. 
he motivates me even though I'm sad that day or I'm angry, I'm stressed out. Most of the time I'm probably stressed out and he just motivates me and also Kayleen and Cammy. Probably Kayleen, she, every time I come out with a new sock color, she's just like, mommy, what are you gonna name these? Or mommy, oh my gosh, these are new. She's just so energetic. You know how she is. She (laughs) speaks her mind. She's super blunt. And she just, if she doesn't like a sock color, she'll be like, Mommy, I don't like these. And most of the time, I'm just like, okay, I'm not going to come out with them. (laughs) It's almost like that's her her soundboard right there. Yeah, exactly. She's just so, like, she'll speak her mind. And Mm -hmm. that's what I love about her. But at the same time, I'm just like, you need to calm down. So, like, I feel like, like a that? lot of people know how she is, yeah, yeah. but at the same time, it's like, I feel like she motivates me a lot, and Lawrence motivates me a lot. Cammy does too, even though she really can't speak yet, but mm-hmm. she, I do everything for them three, always. Man, that's amazing right there. Kayla, I want to say thank you so much for, you know, finally being an interview with finally. you. Finally! It's been about like six months <laughs> since I've tried to get this interview with you. But thank I, you! I really have to say that, you know, this is just the beginning for you. Um, yes. Like, just seeing that whole growth and you being able to quit your job and then be able to run your business for, your, for yourself and your family. Exactly. That's That's the dream right there. Yes. That really is a dream. Thank you so much for having me. Yes, ma'am. Of course. It was fun. I loved it. It was so fun. So, again, (laughs) everyone, uh, look her up on on Instagram. Uh, She's definitely had a lot of uh, momentum coming with her business. Everyone, thank you so much for listening. This has been a fun podcast. Full disclosure, we've been drinking a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) This was a a little bit more let your hair down, relaxed podcast. So, everyone, thank you so much for listening. Kayla, then again, thank you so much, and we appreciate you. you. Bye. Bye.